All right. And today, we are going to be talking about tight ends. That's right. Tight ends. Obviously, we all know who tight end one is. George, the people's tight end, Kittle. We all love Kittle. Best tight end in the NFL, in my opinion. Some people might say it's Kelsey. You could argue he's a better route runner in possession, but I think Kittle is a better all-around tight end. But George Kittle, I mean, dude's a beast. He is the best run-blocking tight end in the NFL. He's a great pass-blocking tight end. He's an incredible receiver. Some incredible acrobatic diving catches. And then you add on to that, just the tackle-breaking ability that he has the run after catch I still remember a couple of years ago I was fortunate enough to go to the Saints game where the Niners had that incredible game against the Saints in the Superdome and I remember being the Niners being down with just seconds left on the clock it was like 20 seconds or something Fourth and two. And where I'm standing, I'm up in the nosebleeds, and they were still like $350 seats. And I'm trying to see, like, what's going on, and they get lined up, and I they're, they're coming towards me. So, like, the, the play is coming in my direction, not going away from me. So they're coming in my direction. And it's like, crap, it's fourth and two. This is potentially the game. Jimmy hikes the ball. George Kittle runs a little option, sneaks out to the flat, catches the ball. He needs a yard. Throws the first, makes the first guy miss or throws him off of him. I don't remember. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. He got the first down. And he just keeps running. And then a guy comes over and just grabs onto his face mask. And George Kittle is just still running. And he's running towards me. And I'm standing up and I'm screaming. And then another guy jumps on George Kittle. And he's still running. And he's getting his face mask ripped off by his helmet. And then a third guy comes over. And then he tackles him. And I'm just freaking the fuck out. <laughs> Flags are flying everywhere. Kittle's dragging three saints down the field. He's running at me. I'm screaming. I can't even like, I have no voice after this game. It was like fourth and two. George Kittle caught the ball and it took four guys to get him down and a penalty. I don't remember what it was, but it was probably a 30 or 40 yard game that set up the game winning field goal. That's George Kittle. George Kittle is a WWF superstar. George Kittle or WWE. I don't know. George Kittle is a superstar. George Kittle will. He leaves everything on the field. His passion for football, his love of the game, his leadership. 
I love George Kittle. I got his jersey. It was the first Niner jersey I bought was George Kittle. George fucking Kittle's awesome. He should have a thousand yards this season. I think last year he had a quote unquote quiet 900 yard season. He hasn't quite had a thousand yard season since he broke the record and had like 1400 yards or something a couple of years ago with like uh, Nick Mullins throwing him the ball or something. <laughs> but George Kittle's a beast. I love him. Uh, the biggest thing with George Kittle is he plays so hard. Sometimes he ends up getting hurt a little bit. Uh, he gets nicked up here and there. Thankfully he hasn't missed a whole lot of time. Um, he didn't miss a whole lot of time last season, but you know, like a game here, a game there. George Kittle is typically good for, I would say outside of that one season where he missed a whole bunch of time, George Kittle should be good to good for, you know, I would say 12 to 15 games. Realistically, if we're just being honest, that's the biggest issue with George Kittle is just that he's probably going to miss two, three, four, five games in a season. But he just plays so damn hard. How do you not love him? How do you, how do you not love George Kittle? If you don't love George Kittle, you don't love football. George Kittle is the George Kittle is like I don't know if you could take football essence and like make a person that is George Kittle. I love him. After George Kittle, we got a whole bunch of guys who are battling for probably two spots. I don't know how many tight ends we're going to keep on the team. Uh, maybe three, maybe four. Uh, in my opinion, use check is kind of uh, the... Uh, so to speak, tight end too, realistically, because we play so many uh, sets with Kittle and Juszczyk. We play probably more plays with a fullback than we play with two tight ends. That being said, you need a second tight end. You need a third tight end for heavy sets as well as for, you know, cross your fingers, knock on wood if George Kittle gets hurt. So first on that list is Charlie Warner. Charlie Warner is going into year three. Uh, he is actually starting on the pup, which apparently he had a core muscle injury that he had surgery on. Um, he should be back at some point in training camp, but he eventually last season, he, he set himself up as tight end two. He overtook Ross Dwelly last year as tight end two. Uh, he's a great blocker. I think one of the best, uh, things I heard one time was, I think it was a PFF draft guide. They said he blocks like a Mack truck <laughs> and that's Charlie Warner. He's a hell of a blocker. He's athletic. He hasn't quite developed into an, a great pass catcher yet, but you know, you're going into year three. He's a sixth round rook, a sixth rounder going into his third year. We'll see how he develops. Hopefully he gets healthy in time for training camp and he's able to put together a good camp and, uh, you know, really develop himself and show out. Behind Charlie Warner is Ross Dwelly, duct tape Dwelly. He's just, he's solid. He's year in, year out. I think this is year four or something like that. He's just, he's always been able to just like, you know, if, if we don't have Kittle, if we don't have Charlie, 
fuck it. Throw some duct tape on it. It'll get us through duct tape dwelly. Um, he's a better pass catcher than a blocker, but he's not super athletic. He's like a, he's like a four, eight speed tight end that just happens to be a good route runner. Um, so, you know, he's never going to have crazy numbers, but you know what he, he can, if you want, if you need a third and short, he can probably get open in a tight space, uh, as good as any of these tight ends. He can probably get open on a third and two and convert that third down the best out of this group. Realistically, I think that he is best on this group. If you want a guy third and two to convert a third down at tight end. Now, realistically, you should never have Ross Dwelly doing that because Ross Dwelly should be a tight end two or a tight end three. And you shouldn't have your tight end three trying to convert a third down. But that being said, if you need a guy to do that, it's him. Next up is Tyler Croft. Uh, Tyler Croft, I feel like he had a solid couple seasons a couple of years ago with the Bengals. Um, let me roll up here to tight end on the Niners. There we go. So Tyler Croft. Wow. Eight season. He's going into his eighth NFL season. How about that? Wow. Awesome. <laughs> I feel like uh, Owen Wilson. Wow. So yeah, Tyler Croft, um, he's 29 years old going into year eight. He's been around the league. He's a savvy vet. I feel like he was solid in Cincinnati for a couple seasons. We'll see. We'll see. He's 6'6", 252, so big body. That all sounds good to me. We'll see what he's got. We'll see what he has left in the tank, see if he can carve out a spot for himself. Uh, another tight end on there is Troy Fumagalli. Troy Fumagalli is going into year five. He's 27, 6'6", 248. He's playing with the Broncos last season and uh, a solid blocking tight end. Again, these are guys who are basically competing for like tight end three, tight end four position. Uh, but Troy Fumagalli, um, I think I remember seeing Brad uh, with the SF Niners, Brad Graham, um, posting a thing or two on there of him. Uh, where he made a couple plays. So we'll see. We will see what Troy Fumagalli brings. Next up is Jordan Matthews. Still working on his conversion from wide receiver to tight end. He is probably the best receiver out of all of these tight ends. But that's to be expected when he was a big receiver. Um, he's coming in now at 6'3", 236 pounds. So he's been gaining a little bit of weight. 30 years old, can he be a good enough blocking tight end to make the team? Because we know he's a solid receiver, but is he good enough to be a tight end three or tight end four? And the final tight end is Tanner Hudson going into year three, 6'5", 240 pounds or so. He spent his first couple seasons off and on the practice squad of the Buccaneers, played a couple games. Last year, we picked him up off their practice squad and uh, brought him onto the team. So that's Tanner Hudson. Um, I don't know who's going to make the team. I really like this tight end room, though. 
I feel like obviously tight end one is set with the best tight end in the NFL. And then you really have basically six other guys battling for two or three spots. And I, I like most of these guys for different reasons. I think it's a very solid group. It's going to be a great camp battle. And I think that whoever does end up making the team, it's going to be a very good tight end room for the 49ers. So that's going to finish it up for the tight ends. And next time we get into wide receivers. Catch you next time.